Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the fifth season of The Medium at Large. My name is Susan Aver, and I'm a psychic medium trained in Lilydale, New York, and in Stansted, England, and other places by some of the best mediums over the last 20 years. I'm going to try not to embarrass any of them tonight, so we'll do the best we can. I'll need your help, too. That means that when I tune into the sound of your voice and your first name, I will be trying to connect to the people who are in spirit around you. It may or may not be the people you're expecting to hear from. So please do keep an open mind. If you can take most of the evidence that you're able to hear given tonight as belonging to one individual, perfect. It does sometimes happen that more than one person in spirit steps in and talks one over the other. If they're standing very close together, it may take me a moment to figure out that I've got more than one person standing there. So uh, let me know if I'm dealing with more than one and you can tell that this evidence belongs to two people. Almost inevitably, those two people, if they're both of them coming through, they're connected to each other as well as to you. Um, So anyway, that is how it works. Once the connection is made to the people in spirit and you recognize them, it becomes instantly a three-way connection. And the connection itself is therefore ramped up. Your loved ones are here to talk to you, not to me. I'm simply the vehicle through which they will attempt to reach you tonight. So we're all of us going to do the best we can. Before we get started, I want to talk a little bit about psychic mediumship. And uh, the topic for tonight is actually going to be clear audience. We've been talking about intent first. Setting intent is the first thing you do in a reading. And then clairvoyance, excuse me, as the first of the methods through which uh, information from spirit tends to come through. But to be be perfectly clear, it also is a method through which psychic information comes through. So clairvoyance would be the visual. Clairaudience is the auditory. This is hearing information coming through. Typically, this is from someone in spirit. So if you've ever been with people talking and thought you heard or felt, say, your mom, your aunt, your sister in spirit laughing or commenting, and you felt this in your head, heard it, felt it in your head, probably not your imagination. That's classic example of what clairaudience is like. Um, If you've ever driven along and thought you heard that loved one in spirit say, go left here, or, oh, don't forget to, you know, little bits of advice, like when they were alive, only you weren't thinking of them at the moment, and that little verbal clip came to you on its own, that's 
how clear audience works. And that then is the difference between your imagination and the information coming from spirit. Our loved ones are nearby and they often take part for a few moments in various activities. So that shopping trip with the girls or going to that big game or at that Thanksgiving dinner or wedding or birthday celebration, you feel them near and you hear their comments. Something brief, usually, and totally within character for them. If it's not within character, it was probably your imagination. Um, they really want to let you know that they love you and that they're still part of things. And that seems to be the major reason for these communications. Most of us have had some of them. Many of us shrug them off and call it our imagination. It, it really usually is not your imagination. Um, a story and an example. In 2012, my mom passed away in a nursing home. She passed at about 3.30 in the morning. I was given a small bag of her personal belongings, and as I was walking out of that nursing home for the final time, I passed by the dining room. If you've been listening to my show for years, you've heard this story. Forgive me. But those of you who haven't heard it, what happened was there was a menu hanging on the wall right outside the door to the dining room, and it said what they were eating that day. And I glanced at the menu, and I thought, well, she won't be having that today. And to my total surprise, I heard my mom's voice loud and clear, both behind me and in my head, saying, thank God. And clearly, she'd made it safely to the other side. I hadn't heard a peep for the last hour since she had passed. So I was kind of glad and a little bit surprised to hear her then and there. Not a full conversation, just a tidbit. And that was what I needed to hear. She was cremated. And a few days later, we took a boat out on Lake Erie to lay her ashes to rest. Uh, we used a water-soluble urn. And as I walked from the parking lot to the docks with the box with the urn in it, uh, I distinctly heard her say in total disbelief, a boat, a boat, Susan? And then one of those noises, you know, like she was frustrated or exasperated. And, and I was totally not expecting any of that either. And those are classic hallmarks of a clairaudient message. Uh, that's what convinced me that it was mom and not my imagination. The fact that I hadn't been thinking of her walking into the docks, I was thinking of where am I going? Is my son here already? Where is everybody? Good Lord, it's windy. Those were the things that were on my mind. Um, and shortly we would be on a boat tossed about like a cork uh, in, in a violent watery <laughs> abyss. It was it was uh, pretty unbelievable. I didn't hear her laughing in spirit through that whole experience, but uh, I suspect there were those in spirit who thought it was very funny. Uh, we were really tossed about. Anyway, clairaudience is not the most common way to perceive spirit. Not everybody is aware of hearing spirit in this way, but many of you have probably had experience with it. So, what does it actually sound like? Last week, I asked you to picture an apple in your mind with your eyes closed. So let's go back to that apple. So in this imaginary scene, see yourself taking a big bite out of that apple and hear the crunch. That's 
what clairaudience tends to be like. It's inside your head rather than outside. When I perceive it, I often perceive it in both places at once, almost like a slight echo, a slight delay. Some people hear and see things outside of themselves. Most of us don't. My theory, as you heard last week, is that it's all probably taking place inside of our heads, but that it feels so real that it gets overlapped, overlaid, if you will, on what's going on around us and seems to be happening outside of us as well. But again, that's just a theory, and uh, I can't prove exactly uh, you know, which way it goes. I've talked to other mediums, and most will agree with me that it's probably inside your head, not outside, internal rather than external. But Ultimately, it really doesn't matter. Spirit comes through the best way they can. And now we are going to go to the phones, and we have lovely patient people waiting, some of them for weeks, maybe years. And uh, the first one we're going to go to is the patient and lovely Yvette, who has cobwebs hanging from her by now. Thank you so much for waiting. I'm great. Griffley, you picked me up. (laughs) <laughs> well, thank you for being there. Where are you calling in from? From California. Okay. So I, I need you to say your name. I'm just going to focus on your voice and your name for a sec. Yvette. Okay. Yvette. Thank you. So as I'm tuning into your energy and I'm looking to see who you have around you in spirit, I sense a female around you in spirit feels very much to me like a generation older than you. I think we have more than one person in spirit here. It may be a woman and her sister or a woman and her daughter. I feel these people are family. So if you have aunt or mother and your sister, that would fit the bill. I get a sense that one of these people stands behind and one steps forward, the one who steps forward, a stronger personality, but I feel she would have ordinarily have been shy in public, but she's reaching out to you. Would you understand a woman who would feel very much like mom to me? And she is reaching out to you. She is ordinarily a relatively quiet person, but not tonight. She's making a king-sized effort for you. Does this make any sense? You know, it's funny because I really don't know a lot of my family. My mother's still alive. And okay. um, I only think I know my grandmother has passed. Okay. But so a woman who feels like mom can be stepmother, mother, mother-in-law, or we could be dealing with grandmother. So let's pull in a few right. more pieces of information. Okay. And I think that the two women who step forward together are like, it's like one puts her arm into the arm of the other. They're hooking arms. They're coming in together because it's like they're not sure how this is done. The one who is older especially is looking around her like, what the heck? I don't know how any of this works. <laughs> and it's kind of funny. Um, I feel like she was the one who would have been married and married for an extremely long time and very dependent upon her husband. So if that makes sense to you as grandmother, that would fit the bill here for me. But I feel that the younger one is the one who is more closely tied to you. So she comes through specifically, this is a woman who would have been more outspoken, uh, who would have been more direct in her nature. And so would you understand either of these women so far? Unless it's my mother's mother, I never met her. That doesn't describe my current, my grandmother on my father's side. Um, she's very self-efficient, um, independent, kind of beyond her time. Um, 
And the I don't really know. Okay. If you're not making sense of either of these people, and it could be that you'll understand who it is like an hour from now and go, oh, my God, that was so-and-so. I think what we've got here is somebody with a really nice sense of humor, very active, very quick-witted, very, um, you know, quick to make a, a, a fun comment, wants to be first in line to try something new. That's this uh, younger woman who is coming through with the older woman. The older woman to me feels definitely like family. The younger woman, I'm not entirely sure if she's family or not, but she is the first mm-hmm. to step through. And I do feel that her passing, the younger woman, her passing would have been unexpected, but this was disease process. I don't think she was the victim of an accident. If you're not mm-hmm. able to place her, I'm going to take a look and see who else you have around you. And yeah, let's I'm see who else is there. That you have a... Um, a young gentleman who was in spirit who was uh, involved in some kind of an accident. This feels like it was out of doors. I don't know if this is bicycle or car, but I'm being made to feel that it might have been on the road that this accident did take place. So would you understand a younger male who would have passed from an accident, possibly bicycle on the road? Uh, That's funny because my father rode a bike and he hit his head, but he didn't die from that. He died, passed away probably several months later, but it was from something else. But that was, that, I think that, that was the start. We didn't die from that accident. So I don't know if that's okay. him. Okay. Somebody in spirit showing me a significant road accident bike. I feel mm, this yeah. person was younger. So I want to say certainly under 50, possibly under 40. This is a younger person. So if dad's passing was at an older age, then that would be 49. Not be not here. 49. Was he an extremely okay. young 49? Would that make sense to you? Because yeah. I've got a guy, I feel he, here's a guy who wore shorts. So not, not every man is willing no, to wear No, my father shorts. didn't wear shorts. Right. Okay. I don't think that's who this is. And no, if you're not, person, not. I'm going to give one more quick try. And if I'm okay. unable to do for you, I'm going to ask you just to uh, listen in and see about the others. And perhaps Absolutely. the other medium would do better for you. But we'll give it one more try here. For sure. I have a sense of another female coming through. And they are connecting to a name that sounds like Jan or Janet or Janice. To me, I'm being made to feel that this is a person who is extremely efficient. I get a a business-like demeanor about this woman. I feel she was not terribly loud or flashy, that she always tried to do what she was supposed to do, get everything done. And because she comes through talking about business, this woman may have been a work relationship or a peer of yours rather than a family member or a close friend, would you understand a woman who would have passed, and I feel this would have been head-related. So whether this was head injury or whether this was a, uh, a brain event, if that makes sense to you. Uh, so I have to ask, do you understand any of this information? Um, I don't. Cause I don't know. I mean, I have people that I've, I mean, people I haven't spoken with in years that I don't even know if they passed. So I okay. really couldn't, but right. Okay. Then I'm going to thank you so much for calling in. Well, thank and you for trying. Unable to connect for you, but please stay on the line and listen. And uh, maybe 
coming in out of order tonight. So who knows? Maybe sure. you pulled somebody else's for you, and uh, they may get yours. So. <laughs> okay. Know. Stay tuned. I'm going to put you back on hold. And uh, the next person we're going to is Lena. So, Lena, how are you doing this evening? Lena, are you there? Oh, am I hitting the wrong thing? Let's try this button. Lena, are you with us? Hello. Hello Hi. there. Hi, hi. Lena, where are you calling in from tonight? Florida. Okay. Um, so say your name for me twice, please. I just want to link into the sound of your voice. Lena, Lena. Okay, thank you very much. I have a gentleman who connects in spirit to you. This man feels like he would be older than you. This is a family connection. I get a sense that this is a man who had kind of a horse or gruff sounding voice. Uh, there is a sense that he would have been a man who um, didn't walk tall straight, but I feel he was a little bit on the stooped side. He, uh, you know, tends to look down when he walks rather than look up when he walks. There's a touch of a shuffle to his gait. This is an older man at the time of passing. Um, I feel as if he is always connected to the East Coast, but not necessarily always connected to Florida. Would you understand any of this? Yeah, it sounds like my brother. Okay, thank you. Would you understand, um, I, I get a sense of a very, like a, a rough beard. We're talking about one of these guys that um, he could have even shaved twice a day. Does that make sense to you with him? Yeah. Okay, thank you. And would you understand something about his speech was a little bit unique or a little bit different? Yeah, he did speak a little different. Okay. Okay, so it's like it's not exactly a speech impediment. It just sounds a little bit different to, to me. Okay, um, and I feel like this is a person who, uh, like when young, he would have had a good deal of faith. I'm not so sure he hung on to that faith as he got a little older. Does that make sense? Yeah. There's this real cynicism, like a cynical feeling to him. It's like I think he was once a very trusting young man, and as he got older, uh, he, he stopped trusting people, trusting things. Does that make sense here? Yes, it is. Expected to be disappointed by everybody and everything. Um, I also get a sense that he might have had some, did he have breathing issues are you, that you're aware of? Uh, he had a heart problem, so maybe he did. My mother had that, so maybe he had it too. Okay, because there is a sense like breathing in takes some effort towards the end, if that would make sense to you. Um, I, I also want to say that I feel that he comes through with a woman. So if mom is also in spirit, would you understand the relationship between these two? They loved each other, but they would have disagreed a good deal. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay, because they're giving the uh, the impression that they were not in agreement with each other much. It's almost like anything your brother says, your mother says, well, not exactly. Or anything your mother yeah. says, your brother says, well, you're not remembering it right. Do you, does that make sense to you? Yeah. Okay, because I feel like they're doing it not to show that they're still arguing, but because they want you to recognize characteristics that they had. It is very important to your mother 
that you know that she is always there for you. I feel like she wants that to be the number one thing that she gets across to you. I'm always there for you. Your brother, I feel there must have been some distance between you and your brother for a stretch of years. Does that make sense? Yes. But he still draws close now. It's like he's saying, um, you know, we may not have always been close, but I, I feel it's like he now comes back to his roots, to his beginning. Yeah. He has more faith, more trust, more connection with people now than ever in the last several years of his lifetime. And he feels very strongly that connection to you. When you guys were young, I feel that the two of you were quite close. Does that make sense? Okay. Um, it is important to him that you know that although he tended to stray from a lot of people that he loved in his lifetime, that he recognizes the importance of family, the importance of love. And he says the importance of trusting people and giving them the benefit of the doubt. And if he's giving that message, that's not just from him to describe him, but also clearly a situation in your life. So if you are having questions about the truthfulness or the trustworthiness of somebody in your life right now, I feel like he is attempting to address that with give the person the benefit of the doubt. It is so worth it. Does that make any sense to you? Yes, there's a man that's been around me who, you know, he, I really didn't trust him for a long time, but I'm starting to see a different side of him that's making me change my mind about him. You know, I feel that your brother says that that um, somebody who is good at the, the base can be brought back to a point of goodness or can have the goodness brought out in them. And so he's encouraging you to uh, to work with somebody who is maybe not a finished product yet, but perhaps you could make him a better version of himself. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's this man. He's done a lot of mean things in the past, and now it seems like he's almost reaping some bad karma, and he's like really having a lot of remorse, and he really wants to you know, because I've been homeless for a long time, and he didn't know that. So okay. it seems like he's really coming around to try and help me, but I haven't seen him yet. So I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. I feel like it's important to your brother that you have faith and have hope. Things are going yeah, to out. They're going to get better. Um, to yeah. your mother, she had been talking and whispering in my ear she, that you need to settle down. That makes all the more sense now with what you're saying. So mom is yeah. hoping for you to settle down and to develop roots somewhere because she apparently is indicating that that has been difficult for you. So I, yeah. I wish you had resources, a list of phone numbers or agencies that I could direct you to for assistance. And it's not something that I have, but I know that it is something that you can get. And so I would encourage you to reach out at the local level for help, for assistance, and to try to find a place where you can, uh, you know, settle in and develop roots and feel at home and at peace with yourself again. Because it feels to me like some of the things your brother went through on a different level you're experiencing as well. Okay, and just know that your family who is in spirit loves you very, very much. And although they're no longer in the physical, that has not in any way diminished their uh, their presence 
their love, their affection for you, and uh, hopefully we've brought through enough to show you that there is survival of the human spirit tonight. Lena, I wish you the very, very best, and I want to thank you so much for calling in. I'm going to put you back on hold and go to one more caller, so stay tuned, please. Thank you. And now we have, with any luck, if I can push the button, we should have Karen. Karen, you're on the line. How are you doing this evening? Hello, Karen. Are you there? We did have Karen. So my apologies to Karen. We're going to put her back on hold. Next, we're going to Sue. Sue, you're on the line. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing great. This is Suzanne. Thanks for taking my phone call. Thank you for calling in, Suzanne. Where are you calling from? Long Island. Long Island. Okay. Um, As I'm tuning into the sound of your voice, I'm being made to feel a gentleman in spirit who would be perhaps a peer of yours. I feel he would be on your generational line. And I'm, I'm unable to tell yet whether this is brother or cousin, or friend, a close person, but he steps in real close to you. And I'm being made to feel that this is a guy who I'm I'm being shown. This is interesting. I mentioned shorts before. This guy also, he's, he's in like the shorts, but they come down to just below his knees. I feel like this is a man who um, had a fun sense of humor. He loved going to sporting events and outdoor festivals and things of that nature. Would you understand uh, the description so far? Um, A little bit. Okay, thank you. And I'm feeling like he would have Okay, I feel like he's talking about having gone to school, gone away to school, but his passing would have been uh, after that time period. And I'm being made to feel that the two of you either knew each other around the time of being in school, in college shortly after, but it seems like this time period, he also is making me feel part of a group of people. I feel like this is a guy who loved to hang out with other people, uh, go where they go and have fun. Um, You know, just, I don't know if it's the bar scene or movies, but it feels like he has no particular preference, just so long as he's going out and doing something. Um, I feel that he was part of a group. So would you understand the reference? And this feels to me like we're no longer in the neighborhood of brother here, but he steps in real No, I don't know anybody like... I have an uncle, but he was older than me, and he didn't go to school with me, or you know, so I don't know. This gentleman would be on your generational line. So if this man, if you're not able to place this man, I'm going to thank him for coming and look to see who else you have in spirit around you right now. And I'm being made to feel that you have a couple of people in spirit who would be a generation older than you as well. And this feels to me... Like we're talking about a man and a woman, and this may be a brother and sister, but they would be a generation older than you. Would you understand a brother and sister a generation older than you? Yes. Okay. And would you understand one of them, I feel, was a smoker and quit? Does that make any sense? Definitely. Okay. And was this like not just cigarettes, but I'm, I mean, I want to look at cigars or other things as well. Does that make sense oh, to definitely. you? Oh, definitely. Cigars and cigarettes. Yep. 
Okay, because I feel like I'm not just smelling cigarette smoke. And in fact, I feel like he's trying to say his were very good cigars. They smelled good. And this seems to have been either a family joke or a running point of contention between him and this other woman. Would you understand that? Yeah. Like she stands the air and he's like say, calling it perfume. And I feel like this is their relationship and the way they talk to each other. Um, you know, he's, he's the funny one and she is a little exasperated with him. Does that make sense to you? Yes. Okay. Would you understand, is this your mother? Does this make sense? No, it's my mother's sister. Okay. Thank you. Um, I want to say that this is, she's showing me. And that's me my, her, my mother's brother. Okay. She's showing me her hands. And I feel like I'm supposed to look at her hands, that there's something very significant about them. They feel to me to either be very like petite or ladylike, but there's something in the way she gestures, her hands, holds her hands. Do you understand a reference here? No. Okay, um, just understand that she makes a reference coming through gesturing with her hands. So if she wasn't one of these people who talked with their hands a little bit, there is something about her hands that I'm supposed to notice and observe. And in the interest of time, I'm, I'm not able to pick that up, whether it's with the manicure or what it is about the hands. They feel to me to be more on the I also feel that there is um, a, a strong closeness between her and your mother, more so than perhaps with other people in the family. Would you understand that? Yes. Okay. I feel like it's very, okay. Would, would you understand the people in the family who may have passed from either breast cancer or matters of the chest? Um, grandmother heart attack, grandfather okay. heart attack. Okay, so women in the family who would have passed from matters of the chest, and I'm being made to feel yeah. that your, your aunt would have passed from um, disease process as well. Would you understand that? Well, actually, she choked on a meatball. <laughs> That's not a disease process. Okay. Um, well, it's that one, then it's her, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, I, I'm being made to feel that I need to talk about people in the family who have to get checked for um, like mammograms. And I don't know if you've got some people in the family who have recently had issues or scares or things of that nature, but I feel like I'm supposed to talk about this. Therefore, she's either making reference to something that was going on since her passing, or she's talking about people that you would recognize within the family who had this experience? I don't know anyone. Okay. Then it may be something that you will be able to verify, and I hope that you can. Um, I also want to make mention with her, I feel like this is a woman who, is she the one who laughed real loud? Because you've got a woman in the family who laughed real loud, had a real loud laugh. Oh, my God. No, that's my sister. Okay. So your sister's still in the living or your sister's in spirit? They feel the no, same. No, my sister's still in the living. That's my sister, Lorraine. 
Okay. So your aunt is making mention of your sister, the one who laughs real loud. I, I don't know if they had a very special bond, your aunt and your sister, but they're talking, she's talking about some similarity between the two of them. And it feels like it might have been with regard to personality. Would you understand that? Yeah. Okay. Um, I feel like there also have been a number of celebrations around your sister that your aunt wants you to know that she was a part of as well since her passing. So if you would understand things like weddings and things of that nature that would be celebratory around your sister, does that make sense to you? Not weddings. I mean, she got a divorce and other things that she's been through. Okay. Was your sister married at the time your aunt passed? I think so. Okay. I don't. I don't remember. The sense that I have is that your aunt is talking I think about she was. to celebratory situations of the family. She draws a line oh, between okay. herself and your sister. She talks about similarities between the two of them. I'm trying to narrow down the focus of where she's going with this, and I realize that we've already gone off the air because we've overshot our time. But you're still okay. Missing. I'm sorry. I was going to. Can I ask you? A can I ask her a question about something, maybe? Absolutely. I don't know anybody who's up there who can help. Do they see, I've been through a lot with my son and stuff. Um, he's used to live with me, he lives with his dad now. Is he going to come back to live with me? Or do they know anything about that? Or what, do they have anything to say about that? Or me meeting a life partner, a uh, husband? Okay, your son's first name? My son's name is Nicholas. He's 16. Okay. He used to live with okay. me up until the middle of fourth grade. Don't go further than that. I just want to tune into the name of Nicholas. And you've, you've got a lot of very good questions here in the subject of the full reading, but we will at least try to get to Nicholas. And the sense that I have is that um, in the last two years, there have been a lot of huge changes emotionally with Nicholas. Would you understand that? Yes. Because I feel it's almost like he is not the same outgoing kid he used to be. Does that make sense? Um, he is, but he's having trouble with his girlfriend and there's a sense I don't know, his dad, his dad doesn't talk to me ever, so I don't know what's going on. There's I mean, my son talks, he doesn't live with me, but we have a close relationship. There's a sense of uh, Nicholas and some connection to issues of anger or moodiness that might be a factor here with this young man. If you're not yeah. aware of me, this is what I'm being given. If you can identify with that, all the better. I'm being made to feel that he needs to work through a lot of issues. And the sense of whether he's going to be coming back to you at this point in time, I don't see him getting ready to do that. That doesn't mean that things won't change in the future, everybody having free will. We cannot absolutely predict a person's behavior with absolute certainty. I can only see current trends at this point. Right. But, uh, and then we would be branching more into a psychic reading anyway rather than mediumship. But uh, hopefully we've been able to at least bring a little bit of some of your family through. And uh, I wish you all the best of luck with your son. I know that uh, going through life challenges is never easy. Uh, please know that you have your uncle, your aunt in spirit 
walking through this path with you and sympathizing with you, especially that aunt. I feel that she does have a warm and loving touch. She wraps her arm around your shoulders as well. And so if she, I'm not sure what her connection is to this, but the sense is that she really understands what you're going through with your son. She may have had some challenging relationships herself to deal with in her lifetime with her kids. So um, if you could just understand that she is uh, in sympathy with you over all of this and um, guiding you along through it and telling you to just stay strong and to continue to build your relationship with him. And uh, with any luck, he will come back around and want to move back your way. But the most important thing is to lay the groundwork for that. And so it sounds like very much like that's what you're already doing. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I wish- he only has two more years of high school to go. But he, I mean, I, you know, he's been living with his dad since the middle of the fourth grade, and I only had him kindergarten to the middle of the fourth grade. But I see him, but he lives an hour away, so it's hard. It is. It is. I wish you the very best with all of this. Um, in terms of mediumship, the best message I can give you from your aunt is to stay strong and to uh, hold on to family, definitely maintain the ties of family with him. And she talks about understanding the challenges of relationships with kids. So I want to wish you all the very, very best. And thank you so much for calling in tonight. And uh, hope to see you again in future episodes. And have a wonderful week. Thank you for being there, Suzanne. And I want to thank you all for calling in tonight. And hope to see you again soon. Have a great week, everybody. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.